Well, today, the UNHCR office, what we are doing is just putting the lights on the situation in Western and Central Africa, where more than 3.4 million people have been displaced with the recent floods that they are affecting Nigeria, Chad, Niger, Burkina Faso, Mali, and Cameroon. These floods are unprecedented. They are impacting livestock. They are impacting cropland in several countries, but also they are creating further displacement. So let's just drill down there, Olga, on the countries that are affected. In Nigeria, it's had the worst floods in a decade. So we learn worst is yet to come. And really, unfortunately, I suppose it's affected the northeast, the Bay region, where people are already displaced because of years of violence. So what can you tell us? What's the latest from there? Yeah, what we are seeing is that Nigeria is facing the worst floods in a decade. About 1.3 million people have been displaced and families are suffering renewed displacement. Also, UNHCR, we are providing shelter and we are providing essential aid to these families, but it is not enough as many of our operations are not receiving the funds needed to respond to this situation. This raining comes often at this period, but this year, the amount of rain is making the situation unbearable for many families, especially many that are displaced already within the countries. In addition to the rains and probably the health threat that comes with that and all of the waterborne diseases that you must be very, very afraid of, how are people getting food if the access and roads have been cut off by the rising waters? There are some areas indeed that have been cut off from access to humanitarian aid and the risks are enormous. Besides increased risks of waterborne diseases, there's also an increased risk of malnutrition because people cannot get their water, the livestock have been affected. Also, the land, the cropland is being impacted, but also the additional protection risks. We know that there are also conflicts and the presence of armed groups in these areas that are increasing the risk for these populations. And again, in this case, the extreme weather is causing further displacement. For, for, for many of these families, this won't be the first, the second one, and probably not the last displacement they suffer. So you've pointed to the rains, but there's also rising temperatures. And we're told that in the Sahel, the average temperature rise is one and a half times the global average. It's almost intolerable what everyone has to deal with there. What is UNHCR's take on the global climate crisis and how it's affecting and impacting people who are least to blame for rising global emissions? Yeah, we are seeing that extreme weather is affecting communities across Africa. We are seeing increased temperatures in the Sahel, and at the same time, we are observing these enormous floodings that are affecting the communities. Also in the Horn of Africa, we are at risk of famine, and we are going through the worst drought in 40 years as well. And we are seeing as well devastating cyclones in Mozambique, and we are seeing flooding in South Sudan and Sudan. And we see that the link between the climate shocks and displacement is clear. And it's also growing and the climate crisis is happening now. And as we are seeing in these communities, it's destroying livelihoods, it's disrupting food security, but also aggravating conflicts in between communities over scarce resources and driving further displacement. So it's important that the support arrives as soon as possible to the communities and to these countries. The communities are doing what they can. UNHCR and humanitarian partners, we are delivering aid, but support is needed from the international community to make sure that we support those most in need and affected by this situation. Okay, so you're calling for support. Tell us what the funding situation is for Western Central Africa. 
So most of the countries in Western Central Africa at the moment are chronically underfunded. For instance, in Chad, only we have received 43% of the funds needed in this year. Also in Burkina Faso, we are just above 40%, 42% of the funds received. Then we have received only 39% of the funds needed in Nigeria. We have seen that there's been enormous, enormous contributions by the donors, government donors, public donors towards the Ukraine crisis and other crises this year. But it's important that this support is also extended to other situations that are maybe not at the headlines, but that they are going through extreme situations that are putting people's lives at risk.